Packers Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Go Pack! Go! Jumping on the WTMJ hotline, it's John Coop. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. 2020 is looking good for Packer fans. You got that right. Hey, before we get to the Packers, I wanted to ask you a question about the news breaking today. Apparently, Coach Mike McCarthy, although not official, Several sources saying he will become the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You played for Coach McCarthy. What are his best attributes as a head coach? Well, I, I think they got themselves a heck of a coach down there. I, I just just a couple of his strengths. He's going to bring great leadership uh, to that organization, great structure um, with how he does things with his practice schedule, um, the way they go about game planning and preparing for opponents. And uh, a couple other things that he, that he brings is, is the experience. Uh, the guy has won over 100 football games, uh, been to an NFC championship four times, been to the Super Bowl and won that. Um, that's something you don't just find out there on the streets very often. Um, and finally, you, you get a coach that, that's been known to handle adversity. Um, quarterback Aaron Rodgers had gone down a couple times in his career while he was here in Green Bay, and he made the playoffs with one of those teams and, and made his team competitive even without Aaron Rodgers in the other season. So he's a guy that can really just bring a tough hard-nosed, blue-collar attitude to that Dallas Cowboys football team that has a heck of a lot of talent. They might just need the right guidance to get going. John, were the results of Sunday's games best-case scenario for the Packers? If not, how do you view it? Boy, I really think so. Um, When you look at the way that the NFC has played itself out, um, to be able to get a Seattle Seahawks team that, that is banged up right now. They're very banged up. They're down to their fourth or fifth string running back, depending on how you count the running backs on their IR situation right now. Um, they're missing their whole left side of their offensive line. Uh, Mike Ayupati might be coming back this week. Um, a couple other guys on the defensive front. Uh, they're, they're a banged up team, and they're a team that's uh, 26th in the NFL in defensive uh, yardage category. So, so yeah, I, I think a team that is going one and three coming into the playoffs, they they might have just found the one team in the playoffs right now that that may be um, a little bit weaker at this point in time of the year. Now. I, I give that caveat to say they still have Russell Wilson. They still have Pete Carroll. We know what these battles are like with these two. This game will most likely come down to the fourth quarter. So do I think it's the best draw that they had available? Probably. Um, but it's still the playoffs. And as we saw this past weekend with Wild Card Weekend, anything can happen in the playoffs. Well, and it seems like the Seahawks are that one team that, unless the clock says zero, you cannot count them out. And it, regardless of who they're playing, the talent level, who's in, it just doesn't seem to matter. It just seems like everything comes down to the fourth quarter if they're playing the Bengals at home or the 49ers on the road. Yeah, uh, I'd say about the only team that, that makes every game interesting as much as the Seattle Seahawks is the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers have played nine games that finished uh, with a one-score differential. The Seattle Seahawks, I think, are the only team in the league with more. I believe they're at 12 games now after this past wild card game. So neither one of these two teams like to run away with it. I'll tell you that much. So I would anticipate a tight, hard-fought game that will have some uh, that will have some nail-biting going down in the fourth quarter, but I do like the Packers' chances. I like this matchup. So you, traditionally, it's all been about defense with Seattle, but uh, you mentioned the numbers. This is not the same defense as we last saw in the 2014 playoffs. No, it's not. It really isn't. Um, 
they, they, they have struggled this year on defense. Like I said, they're 26th in the league in total defense. That, that factors in yardage. They're a little bit better in the red zone. Um, so, so they, they're, they're not letting up as many points as, as they are yards. They also have a boatload of turnovers. I think it's somewhere around 35, 34, something like that. So, uh, so it's an opportunistic defense. Uh, with that said, their offense is top 10 in both yards and points. Um, in years past, you used to think when the Packers and the, and the Seahawks got together, it was the first team to 20 to get, to get a win. This one might be a shootout. Uh, rooting for cold weather here uh, comes Sunday afternoon to try and temper these hot offenses. He is Packers broadcaster John Kuhn. John, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. You know, Greg, I'm amazed at how healthy the Packers have stayed. They have really been pretty healthy throughout the course of this season, and that could be an advantage now that we get to uh, this round of the playoffs. Yeah, it's not uncommon for the team that hoists the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year to be the healthiest team with the best quarterback. So put that combo platter on the plate, and you know that's what you're looking at for a Super Bowl champion. I don't recall a season like this in years with the Packers in terms yeah. of health. I know they're battling some illness early this week, but in terms of catastrophic injury, they have not yet suffered it. And Mike McCarthy always talked about it. Matt LaFleur has talked about it. The players talk about it. Continuity on that offensive line is so critical. And the Packers have played, by and large, with the same five offensive linemen all season long.